This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Went Smoke Kings Meadow, the podcast that follows the fantastic Chelsea women's team. I'm your host, Dean, joined this week by Jane. Jane, how are you doing? Yep, I'm good, thanks, Dean. How are you? I'm okay. Been very busy, uh, but glad to be uh, hitting the record button. Uh, there's no Dane this week. He is on the Chelsea fancast. Uh, so if you want to hear four depressed men talk about Chelsea's men's team, uh, make sure you listen to that. Uh, but we are joined by um, someone that's going to raise the atmosphere, raise the vibe, and that is uh, the delightful Tracy Brown from Chelsea Pride. Tracy, welcome back to the show. It's lovely to be back. It feels like I'm consistently seeing Jane at the moment anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too much is what you said before Jane called joined the call, but um, we'll, we'll skip past that. Um, now, we are here to look back at two Chelsea games, uh, the first one being Chelsea versus Tottenham. And the second one being uh, Chelsea's away trip to Birmingham. Uh, in part two of the show, we're going to look at the latest Chelsea news with lots of players um, leaving the club. Uh, we've got some questions from our Discord. And then in part three, we're going to quickly look ahead to uh, Sunday's game against Manchester United, uh, which will decide the destination of the WSL title. Um, back then to Chelsea versus Tottenham, which took place last Thursday at Kings Meadow. Uh, Chelsea lined up in a 4-4-2 formation, surprisingly enough, with uh, Sachira Musovic in goal. Uh, Jess Carter, Millie Bright, uh, Magda Eriksson, Jonna Anderson in defence. Um, it was Kalila Harder, Sophie Ingle, Aaron Cuthbert and Guru Wrighton in midfield and Sam Kerr with Bethany England still in attack. Emma Hayes used just two substitutions, bringing on Jesse Fleming for Guru Wrighton in the 65th minute. And then Neve Charles came on for Camilla Harder in the 75th minute. That left uh, Nick Nowen, Mara Mielda, Lauren James, Drew Spence, Alsu Abdelina and Poppy Soper uh, as the unused subs with AKB being suspended for this game. Uh, Stats-wise, if I can find it, Chelsea had 56% possession, 24 shots, 9 on target, 7 corners and 10 fouls. Uh, That was against Tottenham's 44% possession, 2 shots, 2 on target, 2 corners and 9 fouls. Uh, Jade, it was a cold evening at Kings Meadow, uh, the coldest I've experienced uh, for some time. But Chelsea in the first half played very well, didn't they? Yeah, it was extremely cold, and I forgot my hot water bottle as well, so I was literally like ice. Um, I'll be honest, I can't actually remember much of the game. I sort of forgot that we played it last week, but of what I can remember, I think the first half went okay. We it the first half ended two one, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it went, it went good. Yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago, and it was cold. I asked for the hot water bowl, but it was nowhere to be found. <laughs> um, Tracy, obviously playing Tottenham a few days prior to this as well, the back-to-back games. 
we seem to obviously had the red card in the first game, so we struggled a bit, but we seemed to really dominate Tottenham from the off and created so many chances. And again, you're a bit wasteful, weren't we? Yeah, we was. I mean, you know, they're definitely an improved team this year, Spurs. They really have. I think they have definitely upped their game. Um, I think the last couple of games we've been wasteful, um, to be honest. Um, and they've been tough matches. Um, you know, it's been gritty determination that's got the got us through them. But yeah, we need to start sort of getting rid of some of the little errors we're making. And you know, we're we're normally very good at finishing. There's just been a couple of little blips that we need to sort of really tighten up for the last game. Yeah, obviously two cup finals left, basically one for the league, one for the FA Cup. Um chances maybe at a premium in those games. Uh Jane, the goal, the first goal came from Bethany England. Um she got a header in from a Yonah Allison cross uh, from a corner kick routine. Uh, Beth, obviously, the player that got subbed off in the previous game against Tottenham uh, due to AKB's red cards, we said. So it was good, one, that Emma picked her to start. I think she needed to. And secondly, that she scored and we paid that faith by the manager. Yeah, I'm so glad she's scored. She sort of, she's not had the best of the season. She seems to be quite unlucky. Um, when we got the red card last season in the Champions League game, I'm sure she was the player that got subbed off in the place. And again, uh, last Sunday, she got subbed off. So I think for her as well, it's just that confidence that she knows she deserves to be in this team. Um, so, so by scoring goals, she knows that Emma's going to more than likely pick her again to start. Yeah, Tracy, as Jane said, it's not been the best season in terms of luck for, for Beth. She's coming in and out of the team. She's she had a chance and then had it taken away from her due to someone else's mistake. But when you talked about that fighting spirit the team showed to get through these kind of results, you know, Beth epitomises that, doesn't she? She is that in 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 a, in a person. That spirit is, is Beth. Oh, I mean, she has been. I mean, she's one player that we all absolutely love with a passion. Um, the professionalism she has shown this season, and she's been tough at times, has been great. She's admitted herself in seeking help with some of the struggles that she's had. I think that's massively helped her. Um, whenever she's on the pitch, she gives her all. It's always it's it's horrible when sort of you know goalkeepers get sent off or anyone's sent off. It's always your forward line that, that's gonna suffer. Um, and it was unlucky that Beth was taken off. But the best way to answer that is by putting a ball in the back of the net. Um, we all know we all know how good Beth is with her head as well. She's great at scoring headers. Um that confidence is built. We've got, as you say, two finals, two very, very, very big finals to come. Um, and I think she's going into them really confident. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jamie, we've seen, obviously, we're missing Frank Kirby with uh, illnesses at the moment, but what that's led to is this Kerr and England partnership again. It's really worked for Chelsea, really, hasn't it, having those two strikers? Although I know it changed on Sunday, which we'll come on to, but them playing together has, has been a bit of a revelation for us, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it's been it's been quite handy sort of having such a big squad and being able to rotate the players. Obviously, Fran and Sam had such a good sort of season together and they started off so well this season when Beth wasn't so lucky to start. And then with Fran sort of having to have time out again, Beth stepped in and she's just shown that she can. Like, everyone thinks our team is just Sam Kerr and without Sam Kerr, we're nothing. Sam Kerr, we could play every game about Sam Kerr and still win. But I think Beth stepping up, she's sort of shown that she can play with Sam Kerr and she's definitely like bonded quite well with her. Yeah, they did have a good, a good spell pre-COVID. Feels like so long ago. Like, <laughs> can't believe they were still playing football then. Um, but pre-COVID, they played very well together. And then it's sort of come full circle at the end of this season. Um, Spurs levelled against the run of play through Keris Harrop's uh, header from a free kick routine. Uh, Tracy, a bit disappointed. We seem to fall asleep for that. And Tottenham undeservedly back in the game. Yeah, this is the little errors I was just mentioning earlier. I mean, we just need to start tidying up those. We're giving silly goals away. We're giving goals away we wouldn't normally give away. Um, and I'm sure, I, you know, that the coaching um, team as a whole are, are looking at those errors. Definitely, as you say, with, with big games to come. Um we, sh we shouldn't be making those errors. We have a big enough team. We have a strong enough back line to be able to deal with these. So um, they were lucky, I would say, um, to, to have got that goal. Um, 
but it's time for us to we've got a whole week till the next game so yeah but luckily jane that goal seemed to spark something in chelsea and pretty much straight away sam kerr scored a goal um why is it it seems we need a kick up the arse so to speak in order to start scoring i feel like that's what it seems like in the 20 20- 19 2020 season there was quite a few games we went one nil down and then we came back on one two one and I feel like although you don't want the other team to score sort of you feel like that's going to help us get the goals we need so I think it's a shame that that's how it seems to be helping the team but if it's a if it means we're going to win then I'll happily let the other team score one goal yeah, absolutely. Um, so going in, obviously, at 2-1. Second half, not really much happened. It fizzled out a bit, didn't it, Tracy? I think Tottenham composed themselves a bit better, but again, without really threatening Chelsea's goal. But Chelsea happy just to let this tie sort of go to 90 minutes and, and get the three points. I know Erin hit the post, but apart from that, it was a bit of a dire second half, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was. I think it wasn't memorable. Let's put it that way. I think as well, as much as... You know, the, the game sort of, yeah, pitted out a bit towards the end. I think as for, for, for the fans, we're on tender hooks though when we're at that point because, you know, it has to be a win. It can't be a draw. Um, and as much as, yeah, it looked comfortable every time they got the ball over the halfway line, we were all in panic. Um, at the end of the day, I'd rather it wasn't a 1-0 or a 2-1 or a 3-2 or anything where we can be left having heart attacks. Um, I would rather if they did score the opposition, and yes, we do tend to bounce back when someone scores against us. I'd love a cushion of at least a couple of goals, please, just so that we can actually enjoy sitting there as fans. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the most, most entertaining game uh, that I've ever watched. Um, but we did the job and got three points. Yeah, what game was it? It was like three 0 in nine minutes. It was like, yeah, do Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, yeah, we, do that, yeah, we, we should have week. got double figures. Let's be fair. Uh, Jade Emma said after the game, uh, the win is all that matters, and no one remembers the performances come the end of the season. It's the result that counts. I mean, we're struggling a week on to remember the game, uh, <laughs> let alone the end of the season. But she's right, she right now, winning, yeah. winning ugly, just winning, winning, yeah. Winning, yeah. Don't care how we win. Like he said, we can't. I can just about remember being at the. I can remember being at the game, but watching the game, I can't remember much. So when it comes to the end of the season, it's the three points that matters every game. If you play rubbish, you play rubbish. The three points are the ones that count. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and talking of playing rubbish, let's move on to Chelsea versus Birmingham that took place on Sunday. Uh, Chelsea lined up in this one. Back in a 3-4-3 formation with Anne Katrenberger back in goal. Uh, Millie Bright, Jess Carter and Magda Eriksson continuing in defence. Uh, Neve Charles, Sophie Ingle, Jesse Fleming and Guru Wrighton as a midfield four with Penilla Harder supporting. Kerr and England again in attack. Emma Hayes used all five substitutions for this one. Uh, bringing on Yona Anderson for Jess Carter in the 64th minute. Uh, Lauren James came on as well for Sophie Ingle at the same time. Uh, I've missed Aaron Cuthbert come on at half-time for Bethany England. Uh, then Drew Spence came on for Pinder Harder in the 82nd minute and Mary Mielder for Sam Kerr in the 86th minute to see out the game. That left Sachira Musovic and Nick Nowen and Alsu Abdelina as unused substitutes. Uh, Stats-wise, if I can scroll back up. Chelsea had 67% possession, 20 shots, three on target, six corners and two fouls. To Burnham's 33% possession, eight shots, two on target, six corners and 10 fouls. Uh, Tracy, I mentioned Chelsea playing rubbish. I mean, they did dominate the game, but 20 shots and only three on target tells the story really, doesn't it? It's, it's I think there's, it's, there's, there's a couple of things to take into account. A, the closeness of the games we had to play. We played Thursday night and then had to play again on Sunday. That's ridiculous to begin with. We're also playing a team that's at the bottom of the league. And if you know anything about football, if you're at the top and you play people at the bottom, normally you struggle because they are going to literally sit there and drive you insane. They did that. And we didn't tend to really have an answer. Um, If you look at how many shots we've just had on target, we had three, they had two. 
that's ridiculous at the level we're playing at. But I don't know if our minds are already, and I don't know if our minds were already on the last game of the season. Um, and I think complacency comes in whenever you're playing a team that's at the bottom of the league. You just think you're going to cruise it. And we definitely struggled. It was like we were still back in London, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, having said that, Jane, they Birmingham are the team that beat Arsenal this season um, and that potentially could be the one of the big reasons why Chelsea do win this league. Um, so it's a bit of a surprise to think that Chelsea might have been looking ahead to next weekend. Um, I think it's sort of a tough one, like you said, uh, Birmingham are the reason Arsenal are going to lose the league this season. Um, and I think we sort of had, they, we could have had that in the back of our mind as well because they did it to Arsenal. You don't know, they might do it to us. Although we beat them 5 0, we played them at home. Was that a league game though? Or was it? A... That was the FA Cup, wasn't it? Oh, but still, you're still playing the same like team. We beat them 5 0. I don't. I think maybe we sort of had that thinking, oh, it'll be easy, and then sort of <laughs> Tracy's cat's just having a fight. Cat's having a fight. I think sort of, and in some ways we thought it was going to be easy, but then because they beat Arsenal, we was thinking, oh, actually, this is going to be a lot tougher than we think. Yeah, Tracy Emma said the first half she thought they played stressed uh, because they rushed things because the goal didn't come. Uh, it's one of those games where you know it's going to be tight and you hope to get the early goal. And when you don't, the opponent gets buoyed. Um, we've seen that a few times this season, haven't we, where Chelsea haven't scored early and they do get a bit you know, stressed and things don't seem to go too well for them. What do you think is making that happen this year? I, don't know. So, I mean, you look at, I mean, we do tend to always still win games, but I don't know. We've, we've, we've got a team full of winners, goal scorers. And, you know, we tend to start games well and fast. Um, and, I mean, even the crowd, we're always really up for it when the, as, soon as, the, as soon as the game kicks off. And, I don't know, I think as, as soon as the ball doesn't go in, mind games start kicking in. God knows why, as we tend to normally come out of a game winners anyway. Um, but we do tend to play better when we score early. And all of us have realised that if we can get a goal in the first, say, 15 minutes, we will normally control the game. Um, so let's hope that the next two games we get nice early goals just to make it easier for us all. Um, it's something that maybe that needs to be looked at, that that sort of mentality. Also as well, I think, unlike other seasons, there's a lot of pressure right now. We've got, as you say, we're, just, we're playing finals now. And there's one point in it. And although Arsenal have got a, a game to play before the weekend, there's a lot of pressure on those players. They're, they're born winners. They want to win. Um, but we all know you then start overthinking. You won't, you're overthinking what you're playing. You're shooting when you wouldn't normally shoot. You're passing too fast and you're missing someone. You're giving the ball away sloppily. And all of those things happened. Um, but we still won. Yeah, Jane, do you think this weather level seems to have improved a lot this season in WSL? I mean, last year was one point gap between us and City, and we went to City and got that 2-2 draw. From that point, Chelsea had won the league, no matter the games they had left, and they won the rest of the games convincingly. But this year, obviously, we played Arsenal, we got that 0-0 at Kings Meadow. The league was then in our hands, but you're still not thinking, OK, we're going to win this league now, no matter what who we face. Do you think that's having to do with it this season, that the level was just improved so much? Yeah, you can definitely notice the level of how it's sort of improved. We would have won the league a few games ago if our decisions had gone the right way in both Arsenal games. We would have been clear and we would have won the league a long time ago. Um, but that's just a complete different subject to talk about. Um, no, but you can't see... Yeah, we've not got time for that. <laughs> You can see the like intensity of these games now. Obviously, Arsenal know if they lose or draw tomorrow, we are more than likely to win the league. Um, so it is literally going to come down to the last game of the season. Obviously, the last few seasons, a couple of the games, obviously the seasons were due to COVID, so we just won on points per game. Last season, like you said, Dean, we had won beforehand, but this year it is going to come down to that last game. Unless Tottenham do win then the league is already ours before we play Man United. 
So four points behind. Please. Please. So, Please. I'm not going to say And what it. makes it harder as well, obviously United and City are now fighting for Champions League spaces. So obviously United are going to come out on Sunday wanting Champions League. They don't care where we finish. They want Champions League. So all the games on Sunday are going to be literally a fight for everything. Yeah, that is true. Um, Tracy, just one player I want to talk about from the game on Sunday is Aaron Cuthbert, who was on the bench at the start and came on at half-time for Beth. Um, Emma did say the, the game weren't suiting Beth's side of play and for that reason she took her out and that's what she gets paid to do. But it, it did change Chelsea a lot, didn't it? And we noticed the quality of Aaron straight away and she's been a fantastic player all season. But in this game as well, she got player of the match and then played half a game. I mean, to be quite honest, she just seems to be just... You may as well just collect the award now, ready for head, head of Sunday, because she seems to be walking away with playing the matches at the moment. She's electric. She's on fire. You can... The last two games as well, winning them the way we've won them, the celebration, you can just see how animated, actually, Erin is after the games, um, <laughs> how passionate she is. That comes across on the pitch. She gives... doesn't matter if she's on the pitch for, for, for the full game, half a game, 10 minutes... The, the amount of energy she throws into her performance is incredible. Um, we are very lucky to have her. And she, she when she does come on, she is solid. Um, and, she, and, yeah, she'll give it all. Yeah, a fantastic season for her. Uh, Jane, you mentioned dodgy refereeing decisions. Um, and some Arsenal fans were a bit upset that Chelsea were awarded a penalty uh, in this game for some reason. Because um, they're blind. Obviously, you was there. Where was you sitting? Was it quite clear from from the on the TV? Obviously, it's totally obvious. But watching it live, did you notice it straight away? I'll be honest, no, because I could hardly see that end of the pitch, how their stadium was, and where people were standing. I was sort of struggling to see when the ball went down there. So I sort of saw sort of a commotion, but couldn't quite work out what had happened. But you can see by like the replay and pictures. It was a clear handball. I know she wasn't looking, but your hand isn't just naturally in the air, no, no, no. waving around. It's an Arsenal, fans, Arsenal fans are only moaning because they know they've lost it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tracy, she was doing the YMCA, I think. She was on the Y. Um, I, mean, I mean, but seriously, I, I mean, the Arsenal fan, you're embarrassing. If there are any Arsenal fans deciding to listen to a decent podcast rather than your own about your own team, at the end of the day, you are embarrassing. That is a blatant handball. But then again, they only win games when they have blatant offsides. So, yeah, embarrassing like their manager. Um, and then obviously, Tracy Panilla Harder stepped up a huge moment in the game, in the season. Oh, the bravery. Oh, the pressure. Oh, you can actually put that ball down. I mean, obviously, we, we all sort of watched that back instantly in the travel back. She puts that ball down calmly already mostly focused on where she was putting that ball. I would have been crying, rocking myself, <laughs> rocking myself like crazy on the spot. I'm panicking because there was so much riding on that one shot. And she placed it perfectly. She, I mean, the, her movement had, had the goalkeeper moving straight away. Um, oh, wow. I mean, the big brass ball she had taken that. I mean, that's what she was brought in for. She a weight in gold in that one moment was everything. Yeah, absolutely massive. And, and Jane, she is another player that has had a, a very good season. Uh, disrupted a little bit by injuries, but she's, you know, in big moments, she's been decisive. And when we look back on the season, this is going to be one of them moments where you say, you know, the league was won here. Yeah, she's obviously had a few injuries, which has set her back. But she's come back every time, like she hasn't been away. And we will remember moments like this, like, oh, do you remember when we won the league in this year and Peniel Harder scored this penalty? And I'll be honest, if we didn't get that penalty, I think the game would have ended nil-nil still. I honestly, no matter how long we were playing for, I really didn't think we were going to get a goal. Um, so I'm quite, I'm glad the penalty came when it did. Because And also, I didn't want to go back to the toilets. Dean sent me a text. And the toilets were disgusting. And they were bad. They were so they were bad. bad. Yeah. I was like, I went the first half and I was like, I don't even want to stay in here. It didn't work. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go the second half. But luckily, Penilla Harder came to the rescue. Yeah, you did say, I said go 55th minute because I wanted to get out of the way quickly. 
you said I'll go in the seventy second minute, and then they scored That's in the seventy first. That's only because I didn't see your message. Yeah, but good, you chose the minute just after she scored, so yeah, I was close. Yeah, close enough. We got the goal, and you didn't have to go back to the St Andrews toilets. Uh, yeah. Everyone's a winner, uh, apart from the stewards, who I suppose have to clean them. Uh, we are going to go for a short break now, and when we come back, one we'll second, at... one second, one second. Okay, we're not then. about that game. Burger save at the end of the game, so we yes. actually won that game. That because corner, that I don't think corner, that pressure they put on us right at the dying part of that game. At the end of the day, we could have walked away with a draw. Burger come back in after her slightly losing her mind for like a split second. She come back as an absolute 100% pro. And because of her another outstanding performance, can't be forgotten, she kept us in it. Yeah, that's right. If I had wrote a script for this episode, it would have been mentioned. Uh, Jane, I quickly asked you a question on that because it leads me to a question I've just thought of in my head. Yeah. Do you think that's, that save is the reason why that, although Misovic had that good run of games and she did very well for us, Emma's reverted back to AKB now at the end because these are the you know, the crucial moments that decide silverware and trophies and she's going back to that safe option that she thinks in her head. AKB's done it before, she'll do it again. Honestly, AKB has saved us. I don't, can't even, numerous amount of times. The penalty at City, literally, saves just come yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and she, honestly, like, the club is so grateful for her and she, Obviously, got the yellow card in that game as well because she just kicked the ball. Oh, um, we all were all kicking it to be fair. Well, <laughs> she actually said that um, she kicked it because she thought that stand could need a couple more balls. That is what she, she said something along those lines. But honestly, she steps up when we need her, and I think that is why. And Sunday, Emma will play her. Yeah. Now the right people have got their due, due praise, due credit where it was deserved. We're going to go for a break because there's more Chelsea players we need to talk about in part two, uh, but perhaps um, the reasons are not so happy, but you'll find out after this very short break. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match... And they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month. And you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Real fans, real opinions. For Chelsea fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Chelsea videos and podcasts. Download the free CFC Blues app now from the App Store and Google Play.
Welcome back to part two of Went to Mow Kings Meadow. Uh, time now to look at some Chelsea news because it's some very important stuff's been happening that we need to talk about. Uh, on a very sad subject of players leaving uh, the club, uh, the first one to be announced, Jane, was Yona Anderson. And given her performances in the last couple of weeks and this season in general, she's a player that the squad is really going to miss, isn't she? Oh, 100%. Her crosses... Just everything like recently has just been superb. Like her first touch of the ball against Tottenham away, we scored. Um, no matter what player leaves, you're always they're always gonna be a big sort of gap in the squad because they are just class players. Yeah, Tracy, obviously you know, I think it's one of them players that doesn't really get the, the credit that she ever deserves. And she missed the big game last season, the Champions League final, because of you know decisions that Emma made that Emma gets paid to make those decisions but again she just you know a solid seven out of ten every week she doesn't cause no problems she's there when you need her and she steps up as well as Jane said she's she's going to be missed she's definitely going to be missed I mean players with that much experience um are always going to be missed I'm really sad to see her go uh one of many um I think the talent she has the maturity she has as well bringing that in to teach the younger members of our team is influential. I mean, but I suppose the only bonus to her leaving is she's not going to any of our rivals because why would she want to? Um, she is going back home. Um, you can't begrudge anyone doing that. Um, but she's going to be massively missed. But as I will say it several times in this, in this podcast, once a blue, always a blue. Yeah, absolutely. Kings Meadow is a home for life. For Yona, and also a home for life for the next player, which although it was kind of you knew it was coming, it was unexpected when it when the news came, and that Jane was G So Young, who oh. after eight years of being a Chelsea player, is like Yona heading home to Korea uh, with her family. She's not; she's unreplaceable. Sorry, I couldn't hear what you said there. It all like went. Um, fuzzled. That's because of Tracy's tears. She's ruining the sound. Um, basically, G obviously leaving. She's she's irreplaceable, isn't she? Oh, a hundred percent. She will be missed so so much. And again, it's a positive that she's going back to career and not to a WSL club. That is only the positive that's obviously come out of this her leaving. But like Anne she has saved on some games with coming out just with worldies, scoring goals all over the place. Um, so, yeah, she will be missed very much. Yeah, and Tracy, not just because she's a great player, but also because of who she is and the role well, she does character. off the pitch as well. Yeah, it's her character. And you've only got to look at the end of the FA Cup final when she's absolutely covered in all of the silver <laughs> stuff that come out. I mean, literally, <laughs> just the fun side of her. You look at clips when they're at the training ground at Cobham. She's always having loads of fun. She's energetic. She brings so much. And we're talking about losing. These aren't just players. They're family members. Every single one of these players, they they don't just mean so much to the team that's, that they're playing with. They mean so much to us. We class them as our family as well. G has been there for such a long time and she is going to be so, so, so heavily missed. As Jane just said, there's moments where we've really needed it and she, Arsenal, where she just pulls it out of the bag. I mean, just absolute and utter legend. Once blue, always blue. Exactly. <laughs> and Jane, I always say that G is the most important signing Chelsea have ever made because she came a lot earlier than some other big superstars and she, she really paved the way for them and she helped put Chelsea on the map, didn't she? Yeah, definitely. I think... I think she was the first, I might be wrong, the first Asian player to play for the WSL. I don't, I, I'm presuming, I don't actually know. But I think she sort of has made, it sort of changed the WSL completely. She has been one of the best international players that has ever played in the WSL. Um, and she. I feel like she'll be missed in the league as well, not just from Chelsea. But she's just brought so much and so much talent. It's just, it's um, she's unbelievable. As the song goes. Singing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tracy, you mentioned family. Um, 
you know, part of the furniture. And then today, um, another player, Drew Spence, who's been there through you know, part-time Chelsea to full professionals, maintained her progression with the squad to be a part of Emma Hayes' squad, to be a valuable part of the team. Another player, nine years at the club, now leaving. This is you know, a really significant moment in Chelsea's history, isn't it? Yeah, this is what it feels like. I mean, yes, we do have to pave the way for our younger players. And Emma had mentioned about players you can step up, you know, step up, you know, um, Lauren, you know, Jesse, you know, also Abdelina. She's obviously come in for mostly um, Yona's place, actually in the squad. That's what she's been brought in for. It's still so sad, though. We're talking about absolute legends, not just of Chelsea, but as you say, the league. These are these are players who've been there from the get go, and and Drew. I think from the, the interview that, that Jane hasn't watched yet, which is going to have a crying all evening, um, said you know training twice a week on a dodgy pitch, lights go out, go home, you know plastic pitch training to world class, world class winning team that we have become. Um, I, 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 it just feels like it just the week is just getting. I'm, I'm scared now. What's going to happen between now and Sunday? To be fair, um, I, I don't want to lose anyone else. Um, we can't afford to lose anyone else. And the three that we are losing are irreplaceable. I mean, there'll be new players who come in. They'll play with a different style, and they will become legends at Chelsea. And us as fans will support every single one of them. But we are losing three absolute gems uh, of our team. Um, Efforts to be replaced. Once blue, always blue, up the shelves. <laughs> yeah, Jane, I've not watched the video either. Um, I've just seen stuff on our Discord about you know, Drew's been announced she's leaving. Um, are you prepared to watch it? I don't think I am. No, I was going to watch it when I came home from work because I found out when I was at work and I was like, I'm, there's no way I'm watching it now. Like, I'm not crying at work. So by the time I got home from work, they then deleted the video because they'd announced it at the wrong time which is typical Chelsea um so I'm sort of glad it didn't get released before recording this otherwise I probably would have sat here still crying um but yeah I don't think I'm physically and mentally prepared but to watch the video and the Sunday either it's just going to be we're going to be happy but sad all at the same time it's going to be a lot of tears, a lot of tears at Kings Meadow on Sunday. It's going to be, normally it's bring the cakes and, and, and the treats. This time it's bring the boxes of tissues. I mean, literally, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm anxious. I'm excited. I'm depressed. There is so many emotions um, and, you know, so many people leaving, which is just heartbreaking. Uh, and do you know what? We're going to see that not just on the, on the faces of the fans, but on the players as well. There, there is that's that's a Chelsea family right there. It's never easy when a player leaves, and you've got to think, you know, this isn't the first play we've lost this season. You know, we've already had one leave and say goodbye, uh, and it was hard when when Carly left as well. So there, there is a lot of change this year, and um, I don't think we're all quite mentally prepared for what is going to happen on Sunday. But as I said. You know, there's the the best way, the best way to celebrate these three incredible people is by us coming out, giving 110% on Sunday, the fans being as loud as they can be, celebrating everything that makes us the winning team we are, and we win the league, and then we go on and we smash Man City. That's literally it. That's how, that's how, that's the best way to bow out. Yeah, Jane, I think that's going to be Emma Hayes' team talk, isn't it? You know, these legends of the club are leaving. Let's leave them as, as league champions. On Sunday is going to be you know, a sellout crowd as well. United are a noisy bunch. Um, but it's going to be, as you said, emotional as well. And everybody, I don't think there was a few tickets released today, actually. Uh, if they can get there, should get there, shouldn't they? Yeah, 100%. Emma is determined. She's always determined to win. Obviously, Drew and G have both won God knows how many trophies, especially Drew. She's been there like a lifetime. Um, I think they've won four FA Cups. I could be wrong. Three or four FA Cups. Um, so they're, they're going to want personally to win another one, to win another league. 
and Emma's going to want to win as many trophies and get the, the um, win the trophy off City as well. Because obviously they beat us at the Conti Cup final, so Emma's going to come back for revenge and win against them in the FA Cup final. Yeah, absolutely. But we must go as we celebrate the past of, of Chelsea and people moving on. We look ahead to the future as well. And it's been a very successful end of the season for Chelsea's academy sides. Uh, the under-14s won 2-0 against Arsenal in the league playoff to win the under-14 league. Uh, the under-16 team won the FA Cup 3-0 versus Manchester City. Uh, Good omen. Think... That's a great omen. Great omen <laughs> yeah. right there. We'll take that score right now at Wembley. Yeah, yeah get your bets in now. Uh, but unfortunately, the under-18 team lost an under-21 league playoff uh, against Manchester United. Um, the under-21 age group is a is a bit different because Chelsea don't have an under-21 team. Um, so you've got Emily Orman, who won Crystal Palace's player of the season. You've got uh, Charlotte Wardlaw, who won the championship with Liverpool. Uh, Aggie Beaver-Jones at Bristol City and somebody else I'm forgetting. This is where we need Fleming. better Charlotte Fleming game. Georgia Fox. Oh, did you say Fleming as well? I didn't say Fleming, but Fleming as well. Charlotte Fleming came second in the league with London City Lionesses. Yeah, so they would have all been playing against Manchester United if they had an under-21 team. And I think they lost like 6-1. Uh, but great that um, that team so young got to that age group uh, league playoff when they won the Southern League uh, quite comfortably. So, Tracy, while we obviously are sad that senior players are leaving, players that have been there for a while, look at what's coming up. It's a very exciting time to be a Chelsea fan, isn't it? They've paved the way. They've paved the way. We've got, as I say, and as Emma has mentioned it this week in interviews, we have players who already sat there. We have a very big bench. We have quality on the bench. We have players to step up. Now, this is their time to shine because as they step up, and come on, Jesse Fleming is already world class, world winner, world class in herself, and has still got plenty to give. Um, Lauren James, I mean, we know the talent that that girl has. Get her playing week in, week out. She's going to be electric. Alsu Abdelina, come on. If you're not singing the song the moment I've said her name, there is something wrong with you. Um, when she has come on, she's actually been really quick and really good. And she's really strong. She looks like she's not going to be, but she is. That's just three players who, if they're, once they're in the squad permanently, I think are going to make a massive difference. We do have quality. It's difficult when you look at a bench and see the players who were sat there, um, who you know deserve to be starting, but there's a, you, you can't start everybody. Um, the future is bright. I think we will go through a little bit of a transition period, which a lot of teams do when you're bringing in um, younger players. But look at what they've had to learn from. Look at the players they've learned from and the experience they've gained. We have the best squad in this country, bar none. I'm sorry, I don't care what anyone else says. The quality, the best quality from the front to the back is at Chelsea. And the best coach, uh, which also helps. Well, that's in the land. Great deal, yeah. Men's and women's, doesn't matter. Emma Hayes is literally one of the best coaches in the land. Yeah, right. We've got a couple of questions from Discord before we look at the last game of the season. Uh, the first one is from Harry, who asked, who starts in goal versus Manchester United and Manchester City based on the recent matches? Uh, Jane, I think we did answer this earlier, but who would your pick be? Mine would be Berger, just because we know in tough times she will just pull out a world-class save that you wouldn't even think she'd be able to save. Um, and I think majority of people will say the same, so Berger. Tracy, are you a majority? Berger. Yeah, Berger. Yeah. I would have no issues if it was uh, Musovic. No, no, no. She's Save. a great goalkeeper yeah. and she's learning. And you know, she's pulled off some great saves herself. And actually, the games where Emma put her in, that experience from being in those games is why she was able to do what she's just done because she was given the opportunity. But when it comes down to it, and when the when the pressure is on, you'd want Burger in goal. Yeah, I think it will be Burger. Um and we'll find out on Sunday. Uh, another friend of the show, Matt J. Ball, asked, who would be your ideal midfielder to replace G and uh, Liverpool's this summer? Uh, not related to the last two games, but more 
uh, related to obviously G's departure and you know, Melanie's having a baby, so she's unavailable to play. Uh, Jane, presuming that there's an owner that's in charge that means we can sign players, um, anyone that you think should come into this team? Um, I don't like being put on the spot. That's because I didn't do a script, so no one knows what's coming. <laughs> but if you I was on Discord, don't... you would have seen the questions. Just want to I'm say, sorry, I've been at work all day. <laughs> uh, I honestly don't know. I'm trying to think of players that play in the midfield. Let me give. I'll let Tracy. Minutes, I'll let Tracy answer and hopefully. Something. Oh, that's it! Throw me under the bus, James. I'm um, sorry. You know what? I'm. Do I'm, you know what? I'm not going to waste my breath on talking about players of other teams. I'm not going to bother. We've got brilliant players. Like I'd, I'd love to see Jesse start in every game. That's you're, you're just putting Fleming in there. I mean, the, the girl is fucking quality. Um, you know what? What happens happens. Whoever comes in is going to be coming into the world's best team. Emma knows what she's doing. I'm definitely not going to second guess who she might be thinking of getting. My God, we can't even get the right team, let alone who she might be thinking of bringing in. So you know what? No, no. We've got quality already. Bench full of quality. I'll leave it in the safe hands of the God that is Emma Hayes, because I have no idea what she'll be thinking. Yeah, if we can't sign players, then you, know, you just put Aaron next to Jesse Fleming. I think that would... <laughs> Be perfectly I think fine. that would be quite good yeah. to be perfect. And if we can sign players, uh, you get Oberdorf from Wolfsburg if you can. Uh, nice. If Jordan Nobbs is available, I'd love Jordan Nobbs to play for Chelsea uh, as a squad player. And if uh, Kira Walsh is leaving Manchester City, then I'd also take her at Chelsea to fill out that squad. She would never leave Manchester. Too far away from Lucy Bronze, unfortunately. Nothing lasts forever, though, as we just found out <laughs> in part two of this show. Um, and then Candid Isols, I think I've said that wrong, uh, asked if we're going to do an FA Cup final preview episode. Um, and to that, the answer is I don't know. We're going to see how busy we are. Uh, we will do a review of Manchester United, so we might do both then. But that'll be next week um, as you're listening to this. Um, because I think we did a preview for the cup final in December and we won 3-0. Yeah, I think we did. Yes. Yeah. So if there we did it then, one. we have to do it now. Yeah. Uh, we'll make the time. Yeah. yeah. It has to be one. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to go for another break and then we're going to come back and spend seven minutes talking about Chelsea versus Manchester United. Um, we'll be right back. For Chelsea fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Chelsea videos and podcasts. Download the free CFC Blues app now from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back to the third and final part of this week's episode of Wentzmo Kings Meadow. Time now to look ahead to Sunday's WSL game against Manchester United at Kings Meadow. Uh, kicks off at 12pm lunchtime. It's the final game of the season. Chelsea need three points to win the league. Manchester United need three points to maybe get the Champions League. Um, Tracy, I know we've mentioned it briefly already in this show, but What's your feeling right now about Sunday? Excited, nervous, terrified, petrified? I have a very large mixture of emotions that cover everything you've just said. In a minute, really, they're just flipping between all of them. want to say, though, to be quite honest, and it pains me, and this is painful to say, and I would never say it for the men ever in a million years, but Spurs, it's a northern derby. No one likes Arsenal. Go on. Just Come do on, it. Spurs. Go on, Spurs. You just need to win at the Emirates. It's a dump anyway. Come on. Let's just do it for us. Just so you don't see Arsenal win. And then we can just celebrate on Sunday from the get-go when we arrive. 
Yeah, yeah, Jane, that would probably be the ideal situation, wouldn't it? That the title is is ready and won for us, ready there, waiting with the blue ribbons. Uh, there's no helicopter on standby in case it needs to shoot off somewhere else because we've definitely won it. I think that would ease a lot of people's nerves uh, going into Sunday, wouldn't it? Oh, honestly, that would be the best result tomorrow. Tottenham beating Arsenal. I will actually say, I, I'm, I'm going to spell the word, I'm not going to say it, L-O-V-E, Spurs. I will say it tomorrow if they win. Um, but to be able to turn up at Kings Meadow and not even have to worry... But regardless of if we've won the league or not by then, the main trophy will be at ours because we are the current holders. So Arsenal will actually have the fake version of the trophy at their ground. Yeah, well, they won't even need a fake version, will they? Yeah, there's there's four words they say about Spurs. One is Spurs, one is you, one is on and one is come. Uh, I'll say them in the right order if they win. Uh, until then, <laughs> they can go in reverse order. Um, Tracy, how do you think Emma's going to approach you know, tactically this game? Is she going to want Chelsea to be dominant or they're going to maybe try and be defensively sound as they go out because they played United obviously a couple of times this season and been you know, comfortable winners both times against them I think she'll look I think she'll look back at that I think to be fair um, it's about controlling the game um, we do have that extra man literally in the crowd and the fact that it's a sellout um, the atmosphere will be electric and if that doesn't lift our team nothing will I don't think we're going to need extra motivation anyway. Um, we It's in our hands, which is exactly where you want it to be. Um, we go out there and we have got to be up for it. We know we're capable of beating Man United. We all know we're capable of beating them. Yes, as a league, the league has definitely got better. And that's what we want to see. We want to see the whole entire league actually raise another level because it pushes us all to become better. And the better we get we can hopefully then start dominating in mainland Europe over another team that we're not really going to mention. Um, but, you know, we as a team, as a management, as the whole entire backroom staff all know, we've got this. We're good enough. We have a belief. Um, we've done it twice. So why not make it a third? Absolutely. Third time. Three. Third time. I was going to say third time lucky, but we've beat them twice already. So, third time's a charm. Yeah, it's all right. It'd be nice because it like we win you know, three back to back titles, um, beat United three times. Uh, you know, FA Cup will be free as well. And then free can't have any of that sponsorship uh, content um, because they didn't decide to back the club. Uh, so, that would be nice for them to miss out on all that lovely stuff uh, at the end of the season as well. Uh, Jane, back three or back four for this game? Um, back four. Back four. Tracy? I'm trying to think what we've done the last two games against United. It's gone out of my head. I think we were. Well, we started eight. the last two games against them because I can't remember what's in my head how we started. I would say keep it the same. Um, but I can't remember how we, because Emma changes the team around so much, I really can't remember. It's not like we have one set pattern for the whole entire season. Um, however, we started against them the last two games. That again. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, Jane Panilla Harder has enjoyed both games against Manchester United. Um, good that she's come back to fitness at this time. Obviously, she had that penalty against Birmingham as well. Just at the key moment, one of the best players in the world is on fire for Chelsea. And again, she's going to be huge in this game, isn't she? Yeah, Panilla Harder hates Manchester United. Good girl. Um, and we all know she is going to score an absolute beauty against them, which will be stuck in their brain for the rest of the, their lives. Yeah, and the other player that's going to score is Millie Bright because she's due a goal this oh. season. Oh, do you know what we're all winning her in? She's so close. <laughs> Halfway line, we're all sat in shoot, to be yeah. fair. Um, my God, the last several games, bar the, the game that we've just played, um, Millie has been trying everything, to be fair. She's been having shots left, right and centre. I think she really is listening to us. Um, <laughs> you know, if there is ever a point, though, to do it, it's in front of the crowd, last game of the season, before an FA Cup final. Well, to be quite honest, why not do it both? Why yeah. not score an absolute corker from 30 yards in this game and then go to Wembley and go, ah, I'll do it again? Yeah, she let's... did it against City in the Community Shield, so... 
let's get the first goal first. We'll talk about the second. Um, yeah, yeah, let's start. Let's start round before we can walk. Um, the last team selection headache maybe is the front three. Is it going to be harder England and Kerr or harder Fleming and Kerr? Jane, I'll ask you first. Fleming. So no England. Part of Fleming and Kerr. I'm going to go England. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, to be honest, I don't even know why uh, we're doing this. Whatever we say, she's going to listen and go, oh no, let's not listen to them. We'll, we'll go the other option. Yeah, probably. But I'd always like to do a team selection, see how many get right. Um, so I'm going to say it as I read the team out and then you'll know. What I've gone with uh, AKB in goal, Bright, Carter, Ericsson in defence, Charles, Ingle, Cuthbert, Wright in the midfield, Harder, Fleming and Kerr. Because when we pressed them, uh, when we played them away 1-6-1, uh, we absolutely destroyed them. And Fleming is excellent at that, so as is Harder. And then Kerr is obviously Sam Kerr. Like, don't not play her. Uh, and then Chelsea win the game 4-0, something like that. Just... Early goal, second early goal, Millie Bright 30 yards, last minute, G So Young, uh, Drew Spence, both kicking the ball at the same time. And it goes in off of John Across. I see, I see it as this. I see it as uh, Young Across um, gets headed out, G flicks it back in, and yeah. then who else is going to be there to knock it in from there? So, I mean, that, that that's the sort of movement I see. So, yes. That, I that, see your that. vision, Tracy. Yeah, so yeah, she knocks it in, gets banged out, G kicks it back in, and then Drew, literally on the corner, bangs it in. Even if it's just the last goal, we win it 3-0. On the 89th, Drew finishes it off nicely. All three of them have been involved in that one goal. Come on, that's poetry in motion, surely. Yeah, <laughs> we are really not asking for too much. No, no, we're not. These are, these are little details. Even a sanctioned Chelsea can make this happen. I'm sure of it. Right, we have run out of time this week, unfortunately. Um, we'll be back next Monday to look back at Chelsea winning the WSL title again uh, and talking all about that. Donna Allison cross, the flick out to G, cross back in and Drew Spence header in the 89th minute to win the league title for Chelsea. Uh, we'll talk about the tears, we'll talk about the, the smiles, we'll talk about the trophies uh, all next week. Um, just Jane, I'll see you Sunday. Looking forward to it. Nice early yeah. one for a change, actually, for me, Kings Miller. Yes, nice and early, um, and then we can party all night. I, I almost forgot, actually. Um, I've just found in Tesco caramel milk buttons, uh, which I very much like. Uh, so if they can go on the shopping list. Okay, I will let, let Mum know as soon as I come off caramel milk buttons. She'll probably yeah. listen to it anyway before she goes shopping. So Hopefully she listens to this bit as she's going around Tesco. She, then, she brought jelly babies to Birmingham and I said, Dean's not even here, so why did you bring like sweets that he can eat? She's taking the mic now. <laughs> right, well, that's words for Sunday anyway. Uh, Tracy, I'll see you Sunday as well, obviously. You will. You'll be there bringing the noise. I will be. I will be, like we all will be. Because everyone who is at King's Meadow shall be singing. Everybody, please. Bring the noise without a drum. No drums, no drums. Anyone listening, you need your voice and no drums. Simple. Ban no, no drums. Before in, no drums. Yeah, clap, clap, sing. There you go. Easy as that. Uh, as I said, we'll be back next week uh, to look back at the league title and then look ahead to the FA Cup final. Uh, if you want to join the community to talk all things Chelsea any time of the day, uh, any day of the week, then join our Discord. The link for that is in the description. And if you enjoy what we do and you want to help support the show, then make sure to sign up to our Patreon. Uh, there'll be some stuff coming this summer uh, exclusively for our Patreons. So we're very thankful for them to support the show. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at MoKingsMeadow, me at Dean Mears, Jane at Jane Chapel X, Tracy at ChelseaGirl78 and at Chelsea Pride underscore. Uh, make sure you're following them. Uh, we're on Instagram at Went to Mo Kings Meadow. Um, what else have we got to say, Jane? I think that's it, isn't it? I think that's everything summed up. Up the Perfect. chairs. Yeah, up the chairs. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from Kings Meadow to Wembley, keep the blue flag flying.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 